Welcome, and thanks for joining the journey. Hi, my name is Leah, and I'm a worship pastor in Ohio and the creator and host of the Journey podcast and website. I'm on a journey to yes as I follow the Lord's leading in this season of my life, and I hope to inspire others to step out of the boat like Peter and walk on water, never looking to the left or right and getting distracted, but rather fixing your eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. My hope is that you find Jesus in your journey as you hear about my journey and the journey of those in the Bible who join Jesus along the way. I pray that you allow him to meet you where you are and trust him as he takes you where he wants you to go. Enjoy the journey. Welcome to episode 24 of The Journey. Today's episode is a bit different from other episodes, and I know I know what you're thinking. You're saying, it seems like you've been saying that an awful lot. And, well, I have, but this time it's for a good reason. And I'm including this in my journey category because, to be quite frank, I don't think it fits into any other category. And to be honest, I definitely feel like it is, once again, part of my journey. So, therefore, because I can, we're going to label it one of my journey episodes and um, and go from there. It's been a while since I've recorded an episode. Uh, It may not feel that way to some of you who've been listening along the way and you're thinking, yeah, I've listened to one every single week because it's put out there every single week. But I actually uh, pre-recorded the month of May, which is something different from what I normally do because I I typically actually record the week of and then release every Wednesday. And so it was different for me because during the month of May, I had recorded four episodes worth so that I could be fully present for every last opportunity as my oldest, most of you know, if you've been listening to any of them, just graduated from high school a week ago. And so there were so many end of year activities and ceremonies. I was planning for the graduation party. I had family in town. We just had so much going on with end of the tennis season and all of the just all of those things. And I didn't want to miss any single second of it. I wanted to be so present and available for all of it. And so because of that, I sat down and kind of hammered out four episodes and pre-recorded those and and launched them out every week. And um, so it's been a while since I've actually sat down and prepped and recorded and prepared for uh, an episode. And to be honest with you, I certainly have missed it. Um, Even though I released one every week and had uh, social media stuff that I was doing, I missed the process of just sitting and recording. And even though people aren't actually sitting with me, I do feel like I'm talking to somebody out there. And so I've missed that connection um, for the last month, I would say, Uh, but I'm back today and I'm going to deliver some interesting news, I think. So throughout the last several weeks, like I said, I I recorded a month's worth at a time, Um, so I can't even remember if I recorded them the end of April or if it was all, I think, maybe the first week of May. But anyways, for the last several weeks, as I have been advertising uh, each, each weekly episode, I've had something at the back of my head just kind of nagging at me, and I have avoided it for as long as absolutely possible. There's no excuse for me to avoid it any longer because graduation is done and summer vacation is here and festivities are underway with just uh, enjoying my time with my kids and and their friends and the different things that we we have planned for the summer. And so I, I haven't sat long enough to address the thoughts and the things going kind of on in the background of my brain while I was doing everything else. And so Today I thought, you know what, it'd be a really good day to sit and to pray and to um, and to just kind of acknowledge what was there. And so I started off my prayer by saying something to the effect of, Lord, I feel like I've avoided you for weeks. And if I'm being totally honest, it's because I didn't want to hear what you had to say. Um, yes, I actually 
Yep, I really did say that to the Lord. Uh, and for those of you who've been following along at all, kind of contradicts everything I've said up until now because I've said I want to be fully available to, to hear and to do whatever it is he's asking. And I want to be able to hear what he has to say. And I want to be able to, to answer that call and to do what he's saying. But this one, this one feels a little different. And so I've avoided it uh, like the plague. And um, that's how we end up where we are today. And I guess I should preface this by saying it's not that I haven't spent any time with Jesus for a month. I, I, I've i spent my prayer time. I've done my worship. I've spent that private time with Jesus. It was just very um, different, I guess you would say, and not as um, purposeful in seeking him and asking for next steps because I was so hyper-focused on, like I said, graduation and all of these end-of-year activities. Um, and so in being open and vulnerable, because why would I be anything but that with you? Um, I, I'm, speaking of open and vulnerable, if you haven't yet listened to episode 22, I believe it is about, literally, that's the name of it, uh, being open, authentic and vulnerability, I think is what it was. Go back and listen to that. Um, cause it's a very difficult thing to be open and vulnerable with people for fear of what people may say or do because of it. Uh, and so I think that I've been avoiding um, sitting quiet and long enough with Jesus because I was afraid of what he was going to say and av- avoiding this conversation of being open and vulnerable with you for fear of what people might say. And so because I'm not living for what people might say, I'm wanting to do exactly what the Lord might say. Uh, I'm just being open and vulnerable with you that I wasn't purposefully seeking him for next steps because I didn't want to hear what he had to say because I didn't know if it was going to match what I was thinking for myself. And yes, I just said that. And uh, again, negates everything I've set up along until now, but that's why I love the Holy Spirit because he kind of gently allowed me to have that moment and he's bringing me back in and that's where we sit today because I've spent that time and well, here is it. Here it is. Here it is. This is what this episode's about. I feel like I'm supposed to do something for at least a few weeks, if not longer. Um, and I feel like I'm supposed to push pause, if you will, uh, to breathe and pray and spend very purposeful time seeking Jesus and then to resume. At least that's my hope. Um, and as I've done with each step of the process in this journey to yes, again, go back and listen to all of it if you haven't yet. Every single Every single piece of it matters. And it's not that what I'm saying is not validating what I said before because I completely went against what I've been saying to do. It's just that I knew if I sat long enough, I was going to hear something potentially that I didn't want to hear and I wasn't ready for it. And that's not right. I was wrong in that and I'm acknowledging that. But that's also why now's the time I'm delivering this message um, because I want to be obedient. I want to do what I said I've done this entire process. And so I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to do just that. I'm going to be available to hear, which is what I've done. And then I'm going to follow through with what I'm being asked to do. And it's not necessarily what I want to do, but I know that if I don't obey, I will 100% miss out on exactly what the Lord has for the next step of my journey to yes. And like I've said before, I want to be available to say yes, and then yes, and then yes, and then yes again. And I don't want to skip this yes even if it means pushing pause on something that I'd rather keep a tight hold on the play button, if you will. Uh, you know, you're if you're one of those people who likes to have control of the remote control and you got the play, the pause, and the stop, yeah, well, this time I wanted to be the one in control of holding tight to that play button when the Lord is asking me to switch over to the pause button. 
So the definition of the word pause, because, well, as I've mentioned way too many times, I am a teacher at heart. Why would I not go and find out exactly what the word pause means? It means to interrupt action or speech briefly. Notice the word briefly. It's not intended to be permanent, just a temporary moment of time. And so in this time of pause for me, I will still push um, out some social media stuff to highlight various episodes each week. Uh, and to remind myself of each lesson learned throughout each story shared. Maybe it's from my journey, or maybe it's from a, journey, a Bible journey that I've shared, or maybe it's a guest episode. But I am also going to be going back and listening to all the previous 23 episodes and taking time to rehear what the Lord has said um, to me as I've been sharing with you. So to pause means to interrupt action or speech briefly, not permanently just temporarily. And for those of you who are nerds in like word study, the word Selah has been mentioned, or is mentioned rather, not has been mentioned, but is mentioned 74 times throughout the Bible. And this word um, is most often referred to a pause. And so I then did a little more research online and came up with, um, it probably was like a liturgical musical mark because most often found in the book of Psalms, which are songs, songs, hymns, and spiritual songs. And um, so the meaning often can mean to stop and listen. Sometimes it could mean like that there was a musical interlude. And for those of you who are familiar at all with music and there's like a musical break, most often, especially in, in times of worship, that that is a reflective time when you have this personal time where there are no other words going on. There's no battle for your attention. It's just literally a moment to stop and to, to pause and to listen. But it can also mean um, an underlining in preparation for the next paragraph. So essentially pausing in preparation for what's coming next. And so that's what I think I'm supposed to do right now is I, I don't feel like the Lord is asking me to push stop and to end it, but just to see if I'm willing to push pause and in that pausing to like the word Selah, stop and listen to what he has to say and prepare for what he has next. And like I mentioned before, I don't want to miss out on anything that he has for me and my family. And so for this reason, I feel like I need to be obedient in this and take the next weeks um, or however long I feel I'm supposed to. Maybe it's just a few weeks. Maybe it's the month of June. I don't really know. It could be the entire summer. But whatever it is, I want to press into Jesus and I want to pray that as I do that, that he's going to reveal to me what he has next for me and what he has next for this podcast, what he has next for um, uh, my worship ministry that I, that I have and my family. And, and um, just this is a very pivotal transitional time for my family as we spend this summer soaking up all these moments as we head um, to Cedarville in the fall and drop Zane off for college. And I know that he will come home for breaks and I know that he will be home for summer in between the years. But I know that this is a huge transition. And so as much of a life transition as we're going to be experiencing, I in that time, I don't want to miss out on what he has for me um, career-wise with this podcast and things like that. And so as I was considering um, just this notion of pushing pause, obviously, um, as I have with other episodes talking about Bible stories, I began to wonder who in the Bible might have experienced a season of pausing or a season of waiting. And if you've listened to other episodes, specifically some of my other My Journey episodes, you will have heard me say that several times throughout this process, I have had um, interviews for other jobs. And in that 
praying and preparing for whether or not I would take the jobs, I clearly heard the Lord say to me, wait, wait, that's not for you, wait. And so um, I feel like I've been in a season of waiting already. And so this pause to me is maybe even a little different. Um, the purpose of it, I guess, is maybe a little different for me as I'm wondering if, if this pause is in preparation for what's next and I'm no longer going to be waiting, but I'm going to be going and doing. And I don't know. So that's why I don't want to miss it. And I don't want to busy myself. Um, and I think sometimes that that's why, why we're supposed to pause is because sometimes we're so busy going about what we think we, we're supposed to have been doing that we are missing other opportunities. And so I, I was thinking about the Bible and people in the Bible and wondering who in the world might have experienced this pause or this wait. And so several stories as I began to study and process this came to mind. And as I was searching, like I said, the Bible and online, these stories kind of came to the surface. And so I just thought I would share a few of them with you um, as, as they came to me. And one interesting one that I found as I did um, just a quick search was Noah. Noah, for those of you who don't know, um, the song, who built the ark, who built the ark? Noah, Noah, yeah. So Noah built the ark. Um, Noah was told by God to build a gigantic ark. Uh, and if anybody's ever been to the ark encounter down uh, by Kentucky, that area, um, you will understand what I'm talking about. If you have no idea, go back to the Bible and, and read it because it is a really good story. But anyways, Noah was told by God to build this enormous ark to save mankind from a flood. Noah had never seen rain before, he was, but he was obedient. And there were very, very specific details and like a blueprint essentially of how to build this boat to God's specific design. He didn't cut corners. He didn't um, spare any anything on it. He did exactly what he was asked. And in this process, Noah was mocked. He was ridiculed, but he continued to press into obedience of what God was asking him to do. And when he was done, there was still no rain. He had to wait for it. So he was essentially pausing. So he completed this job and he was pausing and waiting for the rain. And he waited and he waited and he waited and people laughed and said, hi, you're a joke. You're a joke. You did, you did all this work, this effort for what? For nothing. What's rain? But eventually, if you know the story, the rain came and it came and it came and it came and it flooded the earth. And he was to get these people on this boat to save them from this flood. And so if you know the story, if you remember the story, you remember that it says the animals went on two by two. He saved two of every kind, a male and a female of every kind of animal, and his three sons and their wives joined him on the boat. So what was meant for his entire family, which meant, excuse me, his entire family, and then those animals were saved from death. And imagine what would have happened if he hadn't have done that. Like we wouldn't be here, right? Because everything would have been wiped out. And so Noah busied himself with what the Lord asked him to do. And then he was pushed on pause and he waited. And in that patient obedience, the rain came and they were ready and prepared. And then he was able to resume. Again, if you know the story, the rain ended up stopping. This rainbow came as a sign and a promise that the Lord would never destroy the entire earth again with a flood. And um, he and his family then was able to to leave with these animals and restart um, humanity, if you will, these generations uh, that, that came after that. And so 
Um, so that was one example. Another example that I thought was interesting was Mary and Martha. So Mary and Martha, I've talked about them before, um, they waited for Jesus to come and heal their sick brother Lazarus. And if you know the story, or if you've listened to the episodes when I've talked about this, Lazarus was a really close friend of Jesus. It, but it took days for Jesus to get there. And what happened in those days? Lazarus died. And he was in the grave for three whole days. And it was stinky. And he was gross. And um, again, go read it. It says that. And uh, and Mary and Martha, though, they they were on pause. They were waiting. And when Jesus got there, he said, if you would have just been here, our brother wouldn't have died. And you thought that that's the end of the story. But it wasn't. It wasn't too late for Lazarus because Jesus came. Jesus wept. And Jesus raised him from the dead because Jesus had a plan that death could not even uh, mess with. But there was a little bit of this pause and this waiting for Mary and Martha in these moments after their their brother had died, but before Jesus showed up and arrived on the scene. A lot took place in those three days, I can guarantee, in their hearts and minds. And they're wondering what in the actual world transpired. Why did he have to die? You could have been here. But there was a purpose for that. There was a purpose for that. There's always a purpose for that, that pausing and that waiting. And then my favorite. David. David has been an an instrumental character. I don't like to use the word character because I often feel like people think that that's related to a fiction, uh, a fiction person in a book. But this is not fiction. This is real life. He is a real person. I actually, I just, I love, love David. And I feel like a lot of my journey to yes um, is very similar to David. And so when David was born, um, and he was not born a king, nor was he born in the line of royalty, to be honest with you, of that nature. He was a he was a shepherd boy. He was the youngest son in a family. He was not anything uh special or or um significant about him. Matter of fact, he was overlooked by his father, didn't even consider him as a viable option. Samuel came again. If you don't know this, go back and listen to my Samuel episode. And this is also part of why I think I'm supposed to go back and highlight some of these other episodes over the next several weeks or month while I take off um, and and seek the Lord. But because so there's so much, so much goodness from these stories that I've already brought to light. But Samuel came to anoint the future king of Israel, and David wasn't an option. Just a simple shepherd boy. But after he was anointed king. It took 22 years before he became king. His anointing came well before his appointment. And so he had a lot of years of pausing and waiting, but there was so much that the Lord did in his heart and his mind in those years. Go read the book of the Samuel. Go read all that part of the Old Testament. So much, so much happened in David, in his character, in his integrity, in in his relationship with Jesus that formed him and made him and who he needed to be so that when he became king, he was ready. The Bible says he was a man after God's own heart. And I believe in that pause and in that wait, that was developed within him as he grew in relationship with Jesus. And then one more example, and I'm sure there's there's tons of other ones. I, I mean, just something that popped in my head was Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was a wee little man. A wee little man was he. Where was he? Waiting in a sycamore tree for Jesus. He was he climbed a tree and waited for Jesus to come and hoping that he would be seen. There, there are so many examples, but one other example. 
of someone who waited was Jesus himself. Jesus was born knowing that he had a job to do and he lived on earth for 30 years before he was released and called into his ministry. And he had a jam-packed ministry. If you haven't read the Gospels yet, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, go read them. It's full, chock full of everything he did. But he had three years, three years of his life were this called a ministry. And at the end of those three years, he was put on a cross. He was nailed to that cross. He was crucified and he died for us. Ultimately, that was his plan, right? Of providing a way out of sin and, and eternal death and being able to live with him in eternity. And my goodness sakes, that is why I'm here today to talk to you about that. If nothing else, please know Jesus as your personal savior so that you too can join me in eternity one day. You don't want to miss out on the opportunity, but Jesus had to wait. He had to wait. And then he had just a snippet of time, three years, jam-packed of this ministry of exactly why he was placed on this earth in the first place. So if Jesus can push pause and Jesus can wait, again, lots transpired between him and his heavenly father in those moments as he was communing with, with God throughout those 30 years before he was released into this public ministry. A lot happened in that pause and that wait. Pausing and waiting doesn't have to mean a negative thing. It doesn't always feel great, but it doesn't have to be negative. So what do we do in the pause? What do we do in the wait? Well, I would say we embrace it. We don't fight it. We push through it and we avoid trying to take any kind of shortcuts and skipping any part of it. We persevere. We hold on to the promises that Jesus has given and we keep walking in faith and obediently doing exactly what needs to be done. And then we pause, we breathe, and we wait for permission to resume. And so that's where I find myself. And so as much as I don't want to miss a week of releasing a weekly episode, and I, I can't wait for when episode 25 gets to hit the uh, streaming sites. But for me, I have to pause. I have to wait. And I have to learn to embrace it and not fight it. I don't want to take a shortcut on it. So if I think it's going to be two weeks, but it needs to be four or five, I don't want to skip that. Although I want to skip that, <laughs> but I don't because I need to hold tight to what Jesus has said, what his promises are for me and for my family. And I want to be obedient in this. Yes. And hopefully it's just a very short pause, just a week, maybe two, who knows how long, but for whatever time I am going to pause. I'm going to breathe, I'm going to pray, I'm going to worship, I'm going to study my Bible, and I'm going to wait for permission to resume, because that's what I'm supposed to do, and I don't want to miss this step in my journey to yes. This is the yes that I have to take for today, and I can't wait to come back and to release what my next yes is when I know that I no longer have to hold that pause button, but I can resume and push play. As I sign off in this episode of The Journey, my prayer for you today is that if you find yourself in a place like, my, like I do, where you're on pause, that you will patiently wait on the Lord to reveal what's next. And I pray that you would hold tight to his promises and know that in time you will be given permission to resume and the next steps in the journey will be revealed in God's perfect timing. But I also want to pray for those who are in a paused process and feel like the Lord is maybe asking you to push stop on whatever it is you've been doing and to push play on something new because that can be scary. But trusting his plan is so worth it. Uh, pushing play, pushing pause, and pushing stop 
because of what he says to do is far better than trying to control the scenario and determining what's next for yourself. His timeline is always best, even if it doesn't line up with what we think. And so I pray for you in this process. And I would appreciate you joining and praying for me too. I'm not sure when the next episode will load, but until then I can promise you that I'll be praying for you as you journey. And please join me in praying for me as I journey onto my next yes as I wait for permission to resume. Well, thanks for listening to The Journey. I'd love to connect with you and hear your story and how you're journeying with Jesus. You can go to my website, leahmenzie.wixsite.com slash the-journey and click the contact tab to connect with me through the form. You can email me at leahmenzie at gmail.com or check me out on Instagram and send me a private message. Until next time, journey on.